money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole <laughs> new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Are you ready? Man, after watching the Cavaliers last night, I am ready. And coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, beautiful downtown Kenton. Brian, 14 degrees, and today is a first Friday. Give me some music. Uh Uh-oh. At the palace tonight, the king. One through a party in the county jail. The prison band was there, they began to wail. The band was jumping and the joint began to swing. Let's do it. Come on. Give me the other version. I went through the county in the county jail. Every little thing gets to get. No, 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 no. That's not how we're starting the show. You got to get ready for Elvis tonight at the palace. Come on. The Blues Brothers, the fabulous Elwood and Blues Jake. I got their names wrong. Elwood and Jake. Let's go! We're ready for you today. Good afternoon and welcome to the Kenny and JT Show. Kenny's got the day off, so we're just going to play Elvis music all day. Let's go! There are some who make me out to be the villain of this here story. Oh, man. I love a first Friday, man. How you spending it? Good stuff. So, let's get things started for you today. Didn't watch the Pro Bowl stuff last night. Flag football game Sunday. I'll wait for the Cavs and the Pacers at 5 o'clock, so let's just start with the Cavaliers game last night. Oh! More music with Eric Brook. (laughs) Can you tell it's a Friday, folks? No. Can you tell that January's over? You know what that means, right? 128-113 win over Memphis last night, but that's not the important part here. I think the Cavaliers grew up last night. You know, in that fight, whatever you want to call it, the Freckus, Freckus, Donovan Mitchell, last night, I think the Cavaliers grew up because it would have been really easy for that team to pack it in. And as we've been seeing all season long, sometimes toughness is a question when it comes to the Cavaliers. Well, they showed some grit last night. They responded and put that team away. They weren't at full strength, but guess what? Neither are the Cavaliers when arguably your best player gets kicked out of the game. And remember this, about a week and a half ago, whenever it was, we go to Memphis, we lose that game, and a game we should have won again without Donovan Mitchell. That's a good test for the Cavaliers and a great win. Let's see now if this is the springboard to really bring this team together above and before the trade deadline, which is a week away. 
February 9th is, is the trade deadline. And I don't know if you people have seen this or not. And it doesn't directly uh, have anything to do with the Cavaliers. But a former Cavalier, ready for this? Minutes ago, Kyrie Irving asks the Nets for a trade before the deadline. Now, remember, he wanted traded before the season started. And nothing really surprises you ever with Kyrie, but he's a starter in the All-Star game. I'm not saying the Cavaliers would have or could have any interest in him, but I'm wondering, what's this guy thinking? He's a starter in the All-Star game. Who wants him is the question. And didn't he want to be in Brooklyn? Didn't he want to team up with Kevin Durant? Weren't they supposed to be the big thing in the East? If he leaves, where are they then? Can he orchestrate another trade the way he did out of Cleveland? Maybe we were right all those years ago. Maybe they shouldn't have granted it to him. Maybe they should have waited out to see. Maybe they could have got a better deal. I don't know. All I know is he's a starter in the All-Star game. And if he goes to the All-Star game and isn't traded, what's going to be on his jersey? Interesting stuff right there. We'll talk more Cavaliers here in a minute. Ohio State loses to Wisconsin last night, 65-60. They're now 11-11. and Nine games left. Forget the tournament. Can they finish 500? Take on Michigan on Sunday. Maybe I will watch the Pro Bowl. That team's really bad, man. Chris Holtman ejected. So not only is Donovan Mitchell ejected last night, Chris Holtman, head coach of the Buckeyes, gets ejected last night. Brian, do we have any of that? Chris Holtman is irate right now. He got ejected. Yeah. They have tossed Chris Holtman out of this game. Wow. Right now, Holtman not... Agreeing with John Higgins and Chris Holtman, uh, early departure. I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't watch that game. But I think there's a lot of pressure building down there, and I think it's time that maybe they re-examine what direction the coaching staff is going in. And I know they've gotten a vote of confidence. Gene Smith basically in their corner saying that they're not going to make any changes, but he's always going to say that during the season, Correct. I think the aspirations and the expectations for this season were a lot better than a 500 team. And let's remember this. I think they were ranked as high as, what, maybe 24? I know they were at 25 early. They've lost my attention. I won't watch them. It's that bad. And it's funny, too, because when the Cavaliers were in the tank and the Buckeyes were playing decent basketball, you might want to tune in. Does that make me a front runner? Maybe. But when you're 11 and 11 in a conference as big as the Big Ten, you can't do any better than that. You're losing games to the likes of Minnesota. And last night, Wisconsin, that ain't good enough. And we deserve better. Now, I look at the team, and I think they've got talent there. So it's got to be what? Coaching? I don't consider them having a really strong home court advantage. There's not going to be too many places that are going to be like Cameron. There aren't going to be too many places that are like Kansas. But shouldn't they be better in Columbus? Shouldn't it be louder, more raucous crowd? I know they put the uh, student section basically at midcourt now. It didn't used to be. But even the students don't seem to care. Maybe because you're 500, I don't know. But I think we deserve better in a school that size in a fantastic place. Their venue is fantastic. Buckeye's not very good. I think we deserve better. At least a team that could make the tournament. Heck, they might not make the NIT. 
I don't think they do make the NIT. And would it be more embarrassing to make the NIT and have an early exit? Man, you really stink. 2-3-23 today. Sound like AC, don't I? It's Michael Jordan Day. I guess it's a thing now. Because of his number and the date? Michael Jordan? A-Logs. 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 He gives to Jordan. Jordan to the circle. Puts the shot in the air. Go! Pow! It's over. Look out, pow! Jordan for the win. Got it! At the buzzer. He's done it again in the city of Cleveland. Thanks. Because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. <laughs> and doggone it. People like me. <laughs> they do like you because you're the GOAT. So we invent a holiday. Shouldn't we have the day off today on 2 3 23? Michael Jordan Day. 2 3 1. Thank you. I never even heard of it before. Didn't know it was coming. 2 3 23. Goat. That means uh, when will there be a uh, Tom Brady Day? 12? We already had it. It would have been on 2012. I don't know. Hey, LeBron James only needs 63 points now to pass the famous Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in his scoring, uh, all-time scoring leadership of the NBA. Probably get done next week sometime. Interesting. I don't know that anybody really cares, but it seems as though it's picking up steam on the network because now they're interviewing him every night and they're showing every highlight. I think he had, what, 26 last night at Indiana. By the way, that's where the Cavaliers go next. Uh, Cavaliers at Indiana taking on the Pacers Sunday. That game is at, what, 5 o'clock tip-off. So I'll watch that instead of the Buckeyes. Buckeyes at noon. Oh, boy. Buckeyes got to go to Michigan. You know they're going to be on us because they've won the last two football games. That's not ever an easy trip. And, of course, like we said, the Buckeyes aren't really that good anyway. Whew. This Kyrie Irving thing. You know, we're all set to go with the show and the program gets started and, and I see this. I want to make it a thing, but it's not because you kind of expect it. And what is this guy really thinking? Who would take a chance at Kyrie Irving? I wouldn't mind having him on my team. Not my favorite team. I don't want him back at the Cavaliers. But there's got to be interest. But you know you're going to have to give up picks. You're going to have to give up players, picks, and money. And if you have to make the number match, he's got to be making, what, $30 million? I'd have to look it up. But to give up a number of number one picks, let's say you went into a situation, Kyrie Irving is available and probably worth more than what you had to give up for Donovan Mitchell. Would you do it? I wouldn't do it with this team now. If they didn't bring in Donovan Mitchell, what if the Cavaliers would have been interested? Maybe he's not interested. Where does Kyrie want to go? Why does he want to go? It, it's really odd. It's weird. Weird, weird stuff. Oh, no. Going to sprinkle the infield later on today. We've got a lot of great stories for you today. A lot of movie news as well. It's first Friday. We told you about Elvis tonight at the Palace, 730 showing. Tomorrow, Miracle at Manchester. Eddie McClintock probably on a plane right now from California. I believe he's landing in Cleveland at 4 o'clock, which means he'll get home. Or no, I'm sorry. He'll get to Baker's at about 8.30 tonight. 
Does he go to Baker's or Bender's? I can't remember. Let's get those two confused. Big movie premiere. Watched the movie the other night. He sent it to me. Great flick. If you get a chance, take the family tomorrow. Uh, 7.30 premiere at the Palace in downtown. It's called Miracle at Manchester. And if you can't make it tomorrow, they do it again Sunday at 2 o'clock. Which brings us to some of the other things going on on the program today. Nicole Dietz is going to join us today to talk about First Friday. I love Nicole, man. I stop by there and get uh, soup occasionally on my way into work. She owns a place called Fromage du Monde. One more time. It's French for cheese, but I don't know what du Monde means. Isn't that a racetrack somewhere? Le Mans. Oh, it's Le Mans. <laughs> Le Mans. Fromage is French for cheese. I love cheese. Maybe she'll bring me some. If you had a piece of cheese. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. If you were starving. If you were starving and all you had was cheese, <laughs> would you eat it? Scotty Petrak going to stop by talk about the Browns. Off season, we know we've got some Browns playing in the Pro Bowl competition. Well, how stupid is this whole thing? I didn't watch any of it, but I did look at it online, and they were playing dodgeball, Brian. It's terrible. I think they had a balloon-throwing contest. It's humiliating. It's dumb. They're just going for the jersey. But there were people there. Are we just being curmudgeons, or does this thing really... No, we're not. Does it have legs? No. We're not being curmudgeons. It's humiliating. Huh. Humiliating. They want to be there. The guy... The, the backup quarterback from the Ravens. What's his name? Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. All pro or pro bowler, Tyler Huntley. Did you see him? He was playing dodgeball. No, I didn't. Anyone get hurt? Dodgeball. I don't know. Good question. No, because it would have came across. We would have seen something on the AP wire. Do we even have that anymore? Is there like an AP wire somewhere here at the old we radio station? We used to. When I... Well, it didn't go neat, 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 neat. That was like that. <laughs> no, it was that, it, we had our own uh, computer, one of those old school computers with yeah. a big fat monitor. Nice. That weighed 40 pounds. And all it was was an AP wire. And it would just, it was a computerized and it was sent, uh, you know. Was it like a typewriter? Wasn't it like no. a type originally? No. It would come through and it would just, there's no internet. How did it work? Where'd they get the news from? The wire. It would send it by. Uh, well, there was kind of. We need Dale. There Dale. There was internet back. How does then. the AP wire At work? At least when I started here, there was internet. Damn it! That's amazing. Yeah, but the AP wire was before the internet, and it would oh, be yeah. a constant stream of news coming from God knows where. I think they used phone lines. But it was still those, print. The old ways. Well, you could do things like you could send pictures through over the phone. You lines. could. Yeah. Remember the old pictures in the like you'd see in the repository and it would say, um, "Oh, APY, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, wire photo, yeah, AP wire photo." They could send pictures uh, through the phone lines. I don't get it. It'd be crazy, isn't it? So maybe they had the internet, didn't want us to have it. The military had the internet. They had back it. in the seventies. Of course, they had it. Colleges had it. We we oh we didn't have it, but we weren't allowed. We didn't have it. No, I know we didn't have it. I wish we did. No, I'm glad we didn't have it. Then all of a sudden, Al Gore came and we he had invented it. it. He invented it. It was his. He didn't monetize off of it, though. He should have. Trademark that crap. 
Chris Van Dyne, ncsports.com, will join us later on as well. See if there's any movement on the Super Bowl. The odds are nuts. I saw today a bunch of the prop bets. I mean, they're really going through the roof now. And I don't know if I said this on the program the other day or not. Prop bets were only around the Super Bowl when I can remember. When I was younger and you'd go to Vegas, and I used to go out for the Super Bowl. And there would be parties and all kinds of stuff. I was working for the beer company back then, and they would normally rent out like a casino for a day. and There'd be a watch party, and it was all based around the prop bets. You know, which quarterback or what player scored first, and how long is the national anthem, and will the coin flip be heads or tails, and will the Gatorade be blue, pink, or orange? Well, those things go by the wayside because we're doing prop bets every day now. So maybe that takes away from some of the popularity of Super Bowl prop wagering. Or we're going to see even more come out now. I don't know who's singing the national anthem. I know Rihanna's singing halftime. So you know there's going to be a wager on how long is the national anthem. And does it go over or under? I believe it's two and a half minutes or something like that. We'll find out. We'll let you know who that is. But Chris Van Dyne will stop by and he'll tell us more about wagering, how it uh, is going to affect the Super Bowl, if it will affect the Super Bowl. And is anybody going to wager on the Pro Bowl? He told us last week he didn't think so, but you know darn well, if there's a will, there's a way. And if somebody wants to lay down money on the Pro Bowl, I guarantee you someone will take that wager. And uh, singing the national anthem, Chris Stapleton. Oh, country music, Chris Stapleton. Outstanding. Country music with a rock edge, I think. Speaking of country music, I saw this online today. we got to get a hold of Sean from the Dusty Armadillo. The dude from Rascal Flats is going out on his own. He's going to be performing at the Dusty Armadillo. The dude. They, I, I can't remember his name. He was the lead singer. But he's from Powell, Ohio. No, he wasn't the other guy. He wasn't the other. He wasn't Flats. He was Rascal. <laughs> I don't know. But he'll be there, and I, I don't know the exact date, but I saw that they, they put it out there. So that show will sell out. We'll get a hold of maybe Artie or, uh, or Sean to tell us more about that. So it's a first Friday. How do you intend on spending it? Uh, we want to hear from you on the program today. And since Elvis tonight, who? Play it, Brian. At the Palace, 7.30. And this isn't the Elvis version. This is the Blues Brothers version. So it brings me to this. This is a movie that I would get sucked into every time it's on television. What movie are you addicted to? Whenever it's on, you've got to watch it. At 330-450-1480. Elwood, Jake, take us out to the first break. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.